Welcome to Naked Accounting. I'm Magna Gopal. And I'm Leon Rose. Today, we have a very special guest, someone we were actually thinking of having on this podcast for quite some time, and we finally got her. I don't actually know why it took us so long, considering she's your neighbor, pretty much. Not really. There's, you know, there's a, there's a quite a distance between where we live and neighbors. Is there... Usually somebody can throw a, a stone at their window. No, that's a, that's a neighbor. Uh, a neighbor in the countryside. How about that? Trump's neighbor. Oh, he has his tower right If there. I could only throw a stone <laughs> at him, yes. Um, anyways, our guest today is Anaïs Milan. She is a beautiful, lovely person and an amazing Kizoma dancer who has a school out in Paris. Am I correct? Is it in yes. Paris? Yes, in Paris. Um, I've known Anaïs since a festival, a really um, interesting festival, which Leon and I will have to have a podcast about. Um, back in 2012 or so. But Leon, you have known her for a lot longer. Yes, I've known Anais now, I think it's since 2004. Uh, I used to date her sister, so that's how we know each other. And then uh, she um, was one of the the first people that came out of um, the party in Paris, Agua, that came out as a Gizomba instructor. A Gizomba oh. dancer, Gizomba instructor, and she's with that, she's traveled all over the world. And uh, it's great to have her here on the podcast. Anais Milan. Hello. <laughs> so, Anais, tell me, I know, but tell the listeners, um, how long have you been in this Gizomba world? Uh, now it's like uh, 10 years. 10 years. 10 years ten ago, years. I start. I started in your party. Yes. Agua. Agua. We were swimming and I <laughs> <laughs> was here and I started to dance on the, on the water. <laughs> she actually used to assist me in the salsa classes before we actually really went off with the, um, the Gizomba. Yes, so she true. was my assistant, actually. I was I my was... own Rosa assistant. It's very, very high, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I was actually going to ask, um, how long have you been dancing in general and what dances did you start with? I was starting dancing, really dancing, um, like, uh, I think, 10 years ago with Kizomba. But I had before, I was like a gymnast. So oh, I wow. did like competition and everything. And I had like a classic class with the choreographer. So I start, I was eight years and I stopped, I think it was tw 20 years. So, oh, wow. Yes. But the part of the dance wasn't very interesting uh, when I was uh, younger. <laughs> so, so I have another question. Did salsa ever appeal to you and you chose Kizomba or did you kind of just go straight into Kizomba? Or because you were assisting Leon with salsa, you were like, I hate salsa. This guy made me hate oh, it so behave much. Yourself, behave yourself. <laughs> no, the thing is that uh, I like salsa, but it's not uh, like I love it. I like, but uh, it's okay. And uh, the thing is that uh, my sister, she was never here. So the only moment I could see her when she was dancing with Leon, it was when she was in Paris. So I come to Paris to the party to spend time with her. And then Leon was here and he take me <laughs> like, oh, don't be uh, boring. Come with me <laughs> and do salsa. <laughs> there you go. She was forced into it. But she was dancing before, but uh, she, used to, she used to help me. I used to force her. Yeah, I remember. She was like, oh, no, not me. <laughs> then when we started the Gizomba downstairs, it was like everybody, everybody at that time was like, hold on, what the hell is this Gizomba? Yeah. And it was mostly, there was a lot of um, 
pushback from the people from the French Caribbean. Mm. They were like, no, you're not supposed to dance uh, Zook like that. What the hell is that? Yes, exactly. And they became the biggest fans of the Kizomba. <laughs> of the Kizomba. Yeah, it's crazy. I think my first Kizomba, it was with uh, Inyaki. Yes, it, and, yes. And I was thinking it was Zook. I didn't know Kizomba in that time. And I was thinking it was Zook and Inyaki invited me. And I danced with him and I didn't understand why he do the market when he closed his leg. And I was no, but you don't dance Zook like this. I have to teach you. <laughs> <laughs> What, where are you um, originally from, by the way? In Martinique. Okay. Martinique has an amazing drink called Tiponche. Yes. <laughs> I love this drink and it's very dangerous. Yes, it's very dangerous. Yeah. Basically, listeners, that's um, rum, sugarcane, uh, um, juice, lime. No, you don't put juice. Or you what? Put just lime. Tiponche is just with the lime. Just Wait, like, is no, it? You got, you got if no, you add a little if something. Put, no, if you put like the juice, the name is planter. It's different. Not juice. What um, about sugar, sugar cane, in the bottom? Sugar cane. Le sucre de canne. Le sucre de canne. This is what That's I get. That's brown sugar. This is what I get. She's mocking my accent. My French accent. I speak French very well. No, but you speak like Portuguese, like shh, shh, all the time. <laughs> it's more like uh, uh, Portuguese people who are talking French than English people. Uh, I think my accent in French is very sexy. And one day I will do this I podcast think... only in French. <laughs> okay. I think Anaïs's accent is sexier than yours. I think so. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Let's ask our, our listeners should comment on this and vote. Whose French no accent point. is no sexier, Leon already. or Anaïs? <laughs> <laughs> so here's a question for you, Anaïs. Yeah. You've been dancing Gizomba for the longest time now. Is it 10 years? What's better, Gizomba or Urban Giz? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> well, wait, wait. Before, before you go into answering that question, what is other kids? Or uh, what it, is that what you said? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, today... <laughs> Urban kids. Urban kids. Oh, urban kids. You see his accent. I just can't. So ur urban kids, it's more like, um, I don't know really how to explain. I think they also don't know how really to explain. But it's just like another style of kizomba. Like with, with different way to move, different uh, step. Like, yes, just different. Would you compare the difference between urban kids and regular kids to Dominican bachata and central bachata? Yes. Okay. Kind of this. Not for real, but kind of this. But it's like they put in urban kids, they, they put more um, other influence inside. For, for like. my part, I do Kizomba Fusion. <laughs> it's the new one. <laughs> it's, a new, it's a new style, Kizomba yes. Fusion. I use, the, I use the base of Kizomba. And mm -hmm. I put some other style inside, but I really, really keep the base of Kizomba. I think this is this is uh, what we've been seeing in salsa for years. We've been seeing it in salsa for years. You know, you, you, everybody was you're supposed to dance one style, and then something else comes out of it. But the difference is because there are so many different base styles of salsa. It, when you do a it, when you do a, a fusion, it's, it's less noticeable. Right, I agree. But because this uh, Gizomba scene is so new, the moment you put something in it, everyone's like, uh-oh, what the hell are they doing? They, <laughs> they, why are they doing that? That's not how it's supposed to be. And there was somewhere, maybe 30 years ago, watching somebody dance somewhere, 
and saying we're not supposed to be dancing salsa like that. But yeah. this is evolution. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Evolution with all the dances, Dominican uh, bachata, sensual bachata. It's all an evolution. Yeah, some people might lo- might not like it, but this is how it is. But it's still how yeah. it's going to go. Exactly. And music also is very different. You cannot dance like a, if you have like a kizomba with a, and hip hop influence inside. You cannot dance like traditional on it. Doesn't match. Right. So. But you have to base. adapt. The base. Yes. The base, base is always going to be the same. Yes, exactly the same. So ten years of kizomba teaching and traveling, and dancing it. Obviously, what is the best part about kizomba to you? The, the best part about yeah, kizomba? best part about this dance to you. The music and the dance. <laughs> <laughs> no, the best. Yes, I think the music and the dance, and also because the dance evolve 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 a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's very interesting because, for example, when I saw Kizomba the first time, I saw it in social, so I I love it. But for example, I saw the show, and for me it was a it was very bad because I saw the the salsa show or the hip hop show, and for me it was like uh, oh, it's not very good. But all this dance and all the show, even if we are still um, small. The, the everything is growing up. So for me, this is the best part. If it's still like this, like it was before, I think I would never be interested. Hmm. It's definitely true that the, the Gizomba shows have uh, improved a lot, that the, the few that there are, because there are not many now. Yeah. Because I think a lot of the people that hadn't been trained dancers, that were just doing something, doing some social dancing up on the stage, have kind of realized, hold on. It's too much work. Uh, is it is too much work, and we can't right. go and perform against these people that have been working eight hours a day to perfect their routines, and we're just going up and doing social dancing. So if right. you're gonna get up, whatever the style you're doing, right, if you're gonna get up on stage. Make sure you put the work in. Don't yeah. disrespect yourself and others by going up there and half-assing it. Right. Yeah, but we need to practice more. I think I think maybe in salsa it was same when it started the show. Oh, I yeah, think definitely. it was very low. But after, because it was a lot of show in, in events, you start to be better and better and better. But the thing is that in Kizomba, we have the Kizomba event, like only with Kizomba, and we have the Salsa event who put Kizomba inside. Mm. So the Kizomba event, they have no show. It's like, okay, you can do like a shit show, it's okay. Right, right. <laughs> or no show or shit show, it's, it's okay. And the Salsa event, there is good show, but the problem for me, is that the organizer, they don't really take care about the level of Kizomba. It's like, uh, they like Kizomba, they put Kizomba because it's a good business, but they don't really watch what, what there is in the Kizomba scene. So, mm. for example, we have many dancers that we don't know. Well, we know just a little bit, but we never saw them, saw them in salsa events, but they have so much to give. Mm. And maybe the people who are on place are too much sitting good. Like, uh, it's okay, we are on the top, we don't need to practice a lot, it's okay. You see? Right. But if someone come and burn their house, it will change. <laughs> <laughs> so we will be better and the Kizomba will be, like, people will see Kizomba differently. Yeah. I'm sure you're contributing to that. I try. <laughs> I do my, be- my best. <laughs> so do you plan on getting up back on the stage again, performing? I haven't seen you perform for a little while. Are you gonna? But I perform. I perform uh, oh, next really? uh, in two weeks in That's Congo. That's how much I know. I have. <laughs> Let me just interject. Leon always does this. He's like, "So are you gonna do this again?" And you're like, "I I just did it last 
Last I weekend. didn't do my research. I apologize. <laughs> I no, didn't do my research. I understand. Because I don't travel a lot now. I just travel like one time or two or three months. So, for example, I travel in Congo uh, next, in two weeks. And I have two new shows, but with a hip-hop dancer because I do fusion. So I... I work with other... Kizomba fusion. Fusion. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to perform. And later, I have another event and I perform with another partner who comes from Kizomba only. Gotcha. So I continue, but I do it differently. One last question on my part, at least, is what is something that you think is getting misinterpreted when it comes to Kizomba? Like, people have an idea of Kizomba and they get into the dance and... You know, for me, at least my observation, I've seen people that are like, oh, yeah, it's just like a grinding dance or something like this. So one, what's the misinterpretation? And two, what do you recommend Kizomba dancers do to um, approach the dance in a respectful manner? Um, I think we have like two people in Kizomba. We have the performer people who want to be good and want to be technical, want to be like very great dancer. But we have also the people, like I said, the club people, that they come only to, so to, to social, to hug people and everything. So if you arrive in a Kizomba party, for example, if you don't go in the good moments, for example, in the, if the, the DJ is playing very, very slow music and everything, of course you will see people hugging and things like that. And yes, but we have also the part with the music who is very, who is more... Um, I don't know, speed? Energy? Energy. Uh, faster music. Yeah, faster music. Yeah. So in this kind of music, people can dance more and, and do step. It's not so easy. There is many people, for example, uh, from the salsa people, when we start Kizomba, they say, oh, Kizomba, it's very easy and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. But at the end, I'm still waiting. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's easy. I think the salsa takes very long time to to have the habits of the basic and everything. You can have easier the basic with Kizomba, but after the techniques start to be harder because right. you need to be more controlling, like uh, the every movement because we are in connection uh, has an impact to your partner. So you cannot do like just like this. You need to have the technique. Right. So the only thing I can say to the dancer is to take classes. Even if you don't take classes, watch and think and practice and try to make sure you have a good posture, you have good balance and you can lead well. That's the thing. All right. Well, you know, that is absolutely perfect. And I'd just like to say, Anais, thank you for coming on the podcast with us. And ladies and gentlemen, if you want to check out Anais, she's on <laughs> Facebook uh, as Anais Milan. Yes. Uh, she has a fan page. Check her out and, um, you know, give her some feedback. Uh, check out where she's going to be teaching next. And also, why not check out our um, fan page group, whatever it's called. I was going to say, are you asking them to check out our podcast? Because they're technically listening to it right now. Yeah, but maybe they're not um, in the group. Maybe they're not talking in the group. Maybe they're not, um, you know, sharing in the group. Find us on Facebook. We have a Naked and Counting Facebook group. Uh, we post all of our episodes there, so you'll always be up to date with when a new episode is being released. Um, definitely comment. We know you've all had your experience with Kizomba. We would love to know what your thoughts are on this episode, on the dance. Um, if you know Anais, maybe drop a little message to her too. 
Hiya, hiya me, hiya her, hiya us. <laughs> hiya you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll catch you guys in the next episode. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you, guys.